Hey, great day. So before we get into today's podcast episode, I have a huge announcement. We are bringing back the Abundant CEO Private Practice Bootcamp. This is a three-day virtual party that I'm inviting all mental health therapists that either want a private practice in the next six to 12 months, or you already have had a private practice, maybe for the last year, five years, or even over a decade, but you want to understand wealth and cash flow in your company. You want to learn how to show up as a CEO and work more on your business versus in your business. Maybe you want to assess the health and the wealth of your current or future private practice to really see if you're on the right path to increasing your revenue, to growing your practice, maybe to streams of income later, or maybe even a group practice. Bottom line is you will walk away from this three-day bootcamp clarifying and understanding your niche, understanding how to show up as an abundant CEO, and most importantly, assessing the health of what you believe is a profitable private practice. So head down to the show notes and go to the link drtk.com forward slash links and sign up for the bootcamp. I'll see you there. Now let's head into the podcast episode. Welcome to the Branding for Abundance podcast. My name is Dr. TK. I am a licensed clinical psychologist and success coach. My goal on this podcast is to simply teach you how to proclaim your victory in your relationships, academic and career endeavors, business, money, and your mindset. Learn some simple tools and techniques to brand your life for abundance and live your epic lifestyle. Welcome back to the Branding for Abundance podcast. This is Dr. TK, clinical psychologist and number one branding coach for therapists. And so in today's episode, I want to talk about time management habits that block profits, hashtag clarity. And so the reason why I chose to do this topic is because I just finished up a one week virtual party for individuals who were interested in learning how to grow their, specifically their private practice as mental health providers. And one of the things that continues to come up with my current clients, potential clients, individuals who have been watching me for a long time and they still are scared to join something like the Dope Therapist Academy that's going to catapult their business, time management becomes the issue. And so today I want to break down and give you some, you know, hacks about how to maneuver around clarity blocks that prevent you from getting things done. Okay. As an overview, um, like I mentioned, time management has been one of the biggest issues actually for my current clients, my current dope therapist community. It also prevents people from even joining my program or someone else's program. So what I have found is just like talking to people, not just even mental health therapists, is that when I ask them, well, why didn't you get help in particular areas? They'll say, well, you know, I'm not going to have time to get the work done. You know, I have a child in daycare. Um, I have two kids at home that are in homeschool. Uh, I have a job. And I'm like, okay, so tell me the reason why you're not able to like invest in your business and most importantly, invest in you. And they really can't answer that question. Another reason why I'm doing this episode is that time management prevents individuals from working on their business. And instead they tend to work in their business way too much, okay? So there are stages that are appropriate for you to work a lot in your business, but I'm gonna save that for the next episode, okay? Um, I also want to show you some take fast action tips that you can actually do right now that are going to boost your time management skills today. 
Okay. So let's talk about clarity because clarity is directly related to as to why you cannot get things done. So when we look at clarity, you want to ask yourself, regardless of, you know, I attract a lot of people, not just mental health therapists to my content. And so whether you're a therapist or not, I want you to really think about, are you clear on what your goals are? Is your goal to open up a private practice? Is your goal to scale your private practice? Scaling is leveraging your time in your business, meaning your business is continuously growing, but you're actually working less. And a lot of people that I see in like these Facebook groups and things like that, they'll say, oh, you know, I'm seeing 40 clients a week. You know, my business is growing. My caseload is full. And I'm like, okay, but that means that you're working in your business like 60 hours a week because of the recruitment, hopefully marketing and all these other things. So are you clear on the end goal? So let's help you get clear. So the first question I would ask you to think about is what do you really want first for yourself? So for yourself means what do you want for your lifestyle? What do you want for money? How much money do you actually want to make? And not right now, but just like in 10 years, how much do you want your annual income to be? What do you want your business to look like? What do you want your family to be able to do, to be able to have, to be able to experience? Because sometimes we are basing our business success off of our current standards and that's not appropriate because you're constantly gonna be on a rat race, like in the hamster wheel thing, right? Because you're only reaching the goal that's good for 2021. And you should be constantly working on your vision board goal like the big vision. So what is it that you really want for yourself is question number one. Question number two is when do you want it to be accomplished, right? When do you want it to be accomplished by? What date? Now, I'm not saying that if you don't accomplish it by the date, then that means that you're unsuccessful, but you should have a declared goal. Like I want to grow a group practice and hire two clinicians in the next 60 days. I want to hire a CPA to look over my money in the next 30 days. I want to decrease my hours. Instead of seeing 40 clients a week, I want to see 30 clients a week. And I want that to be met in the next 90 days. The reason why you want to set an attainable, timely goal is so that you know what you're working toward. The next thing you want to ask yourself is how much of it do you want? So when you say that you want to make $250,000, how much money do you actually want to bring home? Because that will dictate if your number needs to go up because some people don't take the time out to do the numbers. And one of the things that I'm offering the community and the new members for the Academy, for those who sign up by tonight is that they get to attend a live wealth workshop tomorrow for one hour with a financial psychologist in which she's going to talk about abundance funds that I talk about a lot and also retirement as your own business owner. But that is only offered to the dope therapist community, whether it be in my higher level um, one-on-one elite coaching program or my dope therapist community academy clients. Okay. So how much do you want to bring home? Okay. So let's just recap the first part to get clarity on your goal. You must declare, what do you really want for yourself? When do you want that to be accomplished by? Give it a date. How much money do you actually want to make and how much of it do you want to bring home? So those are some clarifying questions to help you get clear on how much time you should be spending in your business. So one of the reasons probably why your business is not growing is because you ain't giving it no time. What happens to somebody that you're dating or that you're with or that you're married to and you don't give it time? Oh, they go find it somewhere else. So your money is going to drop in someone else's lap because they're doing the work to manifest the money, if that makes sense. Also, you want to set a smart goal once you're clear on what you want 
for your business goals and of course for your lifestyle. So I always operate out of the SMART goal method. So SMART stands for specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and timely. So is your goal specific? I want to have five new clients a week on my caseload. Is your goal measurable? How many clients do you get right now in your caseload each week? And of course, the number is five, for example, right? Attainable. Is that attainable for you right now? Are you saying you want five new clients in your caseload, but yet... You have a full caseload of 35 clients, which means you you really don't have any room for the new clients that you're asking for. So be very careful about what you're asking. Realistic. Is it realistic, again, considering what you can do to get those clients in your funnel? Are you able to actually have time to market for services when you're seeing 35 to 40 clients a week? Then you have to go home or go upstairs if you're working from home. And then you got to clean up. You got to cook. You have to Take care of yourself, hopefully, get in the shower, maybe read a book, decompress, watch a little TV, you know, do whatever you're going to do to detach from work. So realistically, do you have time to actually work on that right now? And then, of course, time. What is the time frame that you're setting up to be able to reach your goals? So SMART goal stands for specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and time. Okay. So to actively work on good time management skills, um, you must evaluate where you currently are in your practice to determine where to start. Okay. So you can't just wake up because this is what's happened in the pandemic. And I'm gonna do a whole nother episode on this literally in about a day. Okay. And then I'll publish it and I might actually do it live. So what has happened is that I am black. I am African-American. So what that means for me in my business during the pandemic is that mental health showed up and showed out, right? During this current era, which meant that there was a destigma on going to mental health, which is awesome. What that also taught new therapists to do is say, whoa, I can get clients by simply just now utilizing my cultural identity. I'm black because a lot of people of color, not even black, are looking for a person of color to provide mental health services. So what a lot of therapists I saw do is that they got up They open up a practice, which is awesome because this is a season to build your own business. But the problem is they're building it so quickly, which again is great. But do they have a profitable foundation? So I'm going to come back to that in another episode. But I did just want to put that out there that kudos to every single mental health provider of any ethnic background of growing your practice right now. However, what you want to remember is at one point, not that your referrals will slow down, but this pandemic will slow down. And of course, you're going to have to slow down, meaning to take care of yourself if you're seeing too many clients right now. And if you're not very clear on time management hacks, being very clear on where you want your business to be in a year, it's going to be very hard for you to make your business profitable because you don't even know how you got to the level that you're at outside of the pandemic happening, okay? So let's jump back into this time management habits that block profits and clarity. So let me give you an example of what I've seen and what I would like for you to do, okay? So what I have seen is that clinicians come to me and say, I want my caseload to be filled with my ideal clients because that's the trick. I want my caseload to be filled with my ideal clients. So right now I'm going to give you the hacks to be able to at least put on the mindset hat of being able to make this happen, but it includes some time management, meaning you're going to have to take some time out and actually flush this stuff out. So let's just say you have a practice. And the biggest thing for me is that you want to evaluate where you are and be able to see in a incremental way, like by stages, What do you need to do to get to your goal? So what I mean by that, if you say, I want a caseload of 20 of my ideal clients, 
Then the umbrella goal that we're working on is I want 20 ideal clients. But then we have to look at incremental steps that you have to do in order to get those 20 ideal clients. That is very different than just filling your caseload up. Okay, so some of the incremental steps will be some of these that I'm going to list and many more, but the many more are in the academy. Okay, so some of them include you have to first clean up your caseload. So cleaning up your caseload means you should look at your caseload and see who's about to wrap up because why are you continuously filling spots with people that you really don't want to see when there's a list of people who want to see you that are willing to pay even your private pay fees that are your ideal client with their symptomology and their characteristics, but you ain't got no room for them because you keep filling them with these random clients just because you want a full caseload because what? So you can say that you have a full caseload? That doesn't make sense, right? So clean up your current caseload. Look at your list and see who's about to wrap up. Who do you not even like to work with? Maybe who's out of your specialty, but you still seeing them. That's unethical. That's tip number one. The next tip is identify your ideal client avatar. So some of the techniques that we talk about in the Dope Therapist Academy, and I do it in a very easy way, is to help them identify their client avatar by looking at some things in their current business, like actions, caseload, documentation, so that they can be able to look at patterns, if you get me, right? So identify your client avatar, aka your ideal client, so that you can get closer to your goal. Another tip is you have to shift your mindset, meaning you have to learn how to say no. You have to learn how to say no. As many times as you've said, yes, you have turned away someone who was supposed to be in your business, supposed to be your customer, supposed to be your client, because you simply cannot say no. You say yes to every single opportunity that comes your way. Why? Because you're thirsty. You chase some money. I'm sorry, but you're thirsty. Okay, so the next tip, you may have a poverty mindset. So a poverty mindset person will say business owner, entrepreneur, boss or not a poverty mindset person. And I know this because I used to be this person. Okay, is I must fill every spot to get money. If I have 40 hours a week to give to my private practice, I'm gonna work all 40 hours a week. So what happens again? Because you're constantly filling in these spots with just people who are willing even to pay all private pay, but they're not your ideal client short-term or long-term, you end up turning away your ideal client to fill your caseload because you filled it with the wrong ones. I really hope that this is hitting home. You have to understand your client avatar by cleaning up your caseload, being able to say no, decreasing and getting rid of the poverty mindset in terms of I have to see everybody who calls me. And then the next tip is that you also have to create an ideal schedule because some of you that are clinicians that are listening to this right now, you're not working your ideal schedule. You didn't even take the time out with your vision board to really say, what do I want my schedule to look like in the new year, pandemic or not? You've already went through this season since March until December. Why are you continuously working on days? that you don't want to work? Why are you working on days in which you're depleted for your family after you get off work? That does not make sense. And that is not the way that we should be practicing as a mental health provider because we should be not hypocrites, but we should be motivating our clients to do stuff that we're also practicing in our personal life and in our business life. So the next tip, now that you've gotten your ideal schedule, then you want to create your ideal work hours. Those are two different things. 
My weekly schedule includes family, lifestyle, travel, reading, investment time, logging into my online course portals with me as a student because I have business coaches, right? So determine what do you want your work hours to be? What time do you want to start and what time do you want to end? Because I guarantee you that if you write it down, you'll recognize that you are overdoing it. You're doing too much, okay? So another tip is determine your pay rates or reimbursements or and or reimbursements on average every single week because some of you you are working too many hours because you're not looking at your numbers. And that's one of the main things that we talk about in the academy, literally on the first two coaching sessions is if you do not know your numbers, you do not have a business. If you are not making a profit, not breaking even, if you are not making a profit after all of your investments and expenses are taken away, we got a problem. You don't have a profitable business. You have a nonprofit. Okay. And there are so many more things that I do believe that are serving as hacks for um, blocking profits for you to get clear, but I just wanted to share a few, okay? So let me just recap before I share with you a short testimonial from my client. Today, we've talked about how to get clear on your goal, um, how to declare what you want for yourself in terms of lifestyle, business, and family. When do you want certain goals to be accomplished by? They have to have a date. Apply the SMART goal method, specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and time. How much money do you want to make and how much money do you want to bring home. And then if you want to, for example, fill your caseload in order to do that, you must evaluate where you are and then make incremental steps in order to reach your goal. And then I shared a list of those. So now in conclusion, I want to share with you one of my Dope Therapist Academy alumni from the October cohort, uh, because she is a clear example of how she had to apply everything I shared with you today to be able to make room for her ideal clients, okay? So her name is Deetra. She'll probably hear this podcast episode and be like, oh my gosh, right? So Deetra, she was excited to be able to learn how to appropriately and efficiently define her client avatar for her private practice because she was a therapist that was just seeing clients. She was trying to reach her ideal clients, but when people would call, she would say yes, okay? So she wanted to fill her caseload specifically only with her ideal clients. So she kept getting referrals as she started the Dope Therapist Academy. And that felt good. That felt awesome. We congratulated her because we talk about wins every single time we get on our call starting week two moving forward because now they have had a lesson and they can implement what they've learned. Um, However, on one of the calls, she specifically said something like this. Um, She is concerned after getting clear about who her ideal client is because now she doesn't have room for her ideal client because she keeps taking every single client that calls. And then as we talked about it and we dove a little deeper, then I asked her what's stopping her from saying no to some of those new clients that call that are not her ideal client. And she looked a little scared to say it, but everybody was like, say it, say it. So she finally admitted she was scared to say no because it feels like she's turning away money. And I said, yeah, you're in business to make money to make a living and to make profits. But I thought you were also in this business to love what you do and love who you work with. So do you love the clients that you just put on your caseload? And her answer was simply no, in so many words. So then that means we can't abandon our clients. You've already taken them. But that means that any other clients that come into your funnel that you know do not match the characteristics of your ideal client, you have to say, unfortunately, currently I am only accepting referrals for this population. Please return back to your insurance provider or to this website and they have some referrals for you. Or of course, if you have therapists that you know in the area that see some of those clients, then you can route them to them, right? So this is what happened once she had that coaching session, we gave her feedback, okay? She came in with a question. 
in a little bit of state of fear. But she trusted our community to ask her coach, myself, a question. And then I poked the bear a little bit because I felt like she needed to get to a place where she heard herself say, I want to say no, but I don't know how. And I'm scared to do it. Okay. So during our next coaching session, she reported back in her win. You guys cannot believe what I just did. I said, no, I took fast action. And do you know that because she said no to some new referrals, she got the same amount, let's just say two. If she got two new referrals coming in, that was not a good match. And then she said, no, she got two new referrals that were her ideal clients. So why am I sharing Dietra's story with you? You cannot request a new car if you don't have any room in your house or garage to park it. Just like in your private practice, you can't expect your caseload to be filled with your ideal clients if you have your caseload filled with the wrong type of clients, okay? So in conclusion, don't be too quick to fill your caseload, okay? You should be focused on creating a framework for your clients, meaning I teach it in the academy. They learn how to create their own theoretical orientation per se to help them foster a warm system for their clients to come in, get treatment, and then graduate, okay? Also, I teach my clients in the Dope Therapist Academy how to create a framework, a blueprint, so that they can be able to predict even their income for the current year, and then they'll be able to state their goals for the next five years plus, okay? So we're not just focused on growth with adding clients to your caseload. I'm focused on my clients building their business with the right clientele in their business, okay? So I also teach them about growth that leads to scalability, more money and less time. That is scalability, more money and less time. So on the next episode, I really hope that you enjoyed this one. I am going to be talking about time management habits again, because everything I talked about today was linked to clarity. And if you take the time out to actually do these things, you will have more time to spend with your family. You will have more time to invest in yourself and in your business to learn something new to then grow and scale your business. But you will never have time if you're just constantly filling your caseload with clients that you for real don't even want to see long-term or even the next session. You know what I'm saying? So on the next episode, I am going to be talking about time management habits that block profits. And we are going to be talking about taking off the cape, meaning you cannot do everything for yourself and by yourself. So I really hope that you enjoyed this podcast episode. Please share it with any other mental health provider that you feel like needs to hear it. The Dope Therapist Academy does wrap up next Sunday on Valentine's Day. However, we do have a slew of different bonuses. One of the bonuses, depending on when you're hearing this podcast episode, will have expired. So we do have a Dope Therapist Community Wealth Mastery Call um, on Friday, February 5th at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. It will be recorded, but if you want to be there live to be able to ask questions about how to set up your own retirement, understand investment versus expenses, understanding how much money you really take at home, what kind of bank accounts you should be having, all those things are my gift to my clients as a bonus for them either already being part of the academy last year and then before, and then of course for those new students who have enrolled. So if you want to sign up for the Dope Therapist Academy, just check out the show notes um, in my podcast, depending on when you hear it, if it's still open. You can also check out my website website at drtk.com to learn about the Dope Therapist Academy. You can click on DTA. If you want to go ahead and sign up for the cohort for the spring of 2021, then click on DTA 2021. It will take you to the sales page. It will give you all the information, answer all the FAQs. And you know, I really hope to see you in the Academy. So I will see you in the next episode. 
Thank you so much for listening to the podcast episode today. I am super excited to see your growth in your business, career, money, and relationships. Be sure to check me out on Instagram at Dr. TK Psych, where you can find daily inspiration and tips to live your abundant lifestyle.